0: The following has been recorded by someone not wearing a shirt. What's up, guys? This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News, and that's true. I am not wearing a shirt because it is hot as balls in downtown Los Angeles. It's been hot all week, and I had a great week, and Hope you did, too. I want to give the shout-outs to some people who emailed me. Jennifer Dodson from New Mexico. Jennifer, so nice. Thank you. You sent me, oh, man, a really nice note about... How every morning you listen to me on your Google Home and how you would love to get a shout out and hear me say your name over and over. (laughs) I think Jennifer was hitting on me is what I'm saying. And she's not the only one because I also got hit on by Uriah. Uriah uh, is amazing. Uriah Odell uh, sent me some links to articles about kangaroos kicking ass in the world. Violent kangaroos. And look, I like to be hit on by both men and women. At the end of the day... I, you know i'm I'm sorry, boys, but you know I really enjoy women, <laughs> and I know you know that's not cool, it's not cool. What's cool is to be bisexual these days, right? What's even cooler than that cooler than that is just just not even to sexually identify. you're just like, yeah, whatever, I'll sleep with anything. I dry humped an amoeba last week, and that doesn't even have a gender. <laughs> But yes, guys, Jonesy is not really, although I am kind of weird in my, um, if we are, if, when, I am, <laughs> when I am having sex, I'm, not, I'm into some weird shit. I am. Just not sleeping with dudes. But thank you for the love, both of you. I appreciate it. Keep the love coming. Hit on me all day. I don't give a damn. It makes me feel good, because I can't get a date in Los Angeles, to be honest with you. Shout out to Matthew Emery for, hand, for a giraffe headbutt article. You guys are really into the animals attacking things, uh, and so, because I did that article about kangaroos attacking, uh, regular tourists in a park in Australia and so you guys were like dude they're dangerous animals are dangerous so i'm going to i'm going to cover some of this information and also uh, lastly a shout out to ray mckinley uh, who's been a fan of my other podcast which is called free your f in mind where i kind of go off on culture and government um it's not, it's not for everybody, to be honest with you. But, yeah, thanks, Ray, for the email. If anyone else wants to send me a shout-out, it's a funnyjones at gmail.com. Send me articles. Tell me you love me. Tell me you want to make out. I'm good with all those things. So they, they make me feel happy. Also, you can call my station as well. My Google voice number is 646-450-2012. Love to hear from you. Okay, guys, let's do some stories, or news, rather. An award-winning filmmaker, Carlos Carvalho, dies after a giraffe headbutts him. Yes, you got to be careful about feeding these animals, guys. Come on. An award-winning South American, sorry, South African filmmaker died after he was headbutted by a giraffe. Carlos Carvalho, age 47, was at the Glen Africa Country Lodge in South Africa shooting a series about a British family when he attempted to get a close-up shot of a giraffe named Gerald. That seems like a strange name for a giraffe. Gerald? I guess it starts with a G, but I don't know, it's just weird. It seems... It's too serious of a name for a giraffe, you know? Pinky. That's a good giraffe name. Hey, Pinky! <laughs> While Carvalho was trying to get his shot, Gerald the giraffe headbutted the filmmaker, sent him 16 feet in the air. Carvalho suffered massive head injuries as a result. The filmmaker was airlifted to a hospital where he died later. Uh, they announced the filmmaker's death on the Facebook page of the film crew. This is terrible. This is, And this is a reminder... Uh, not just kangaroos, which I covered in a previous article, being dangerous. These giraffes, man, they'll head headbutt. I mean, first of all, a giraffe's head is probably big as big as a car, right? It's probably as big as a car. Probably weighs as much as half a vehicle. Get headbutted by a giraffe, you're not going to probably live through that. These, are, these animals are aggressive. We love to think that we can get up close with them. I, you know, In fact, you can get in your car and go on these safaris with, with your car at certain zoos. I went I went to one in New Jersey, right? You just drive around. There's just animals there. You could get out of your car and go up to them. You're not supposed to, but you could. And I remember the giraffes were in there. And uh, I, I decided to put my little window down a little bit to get a, a better picture of a giraffe. And the giraffe came right down to the car and stuck its tongue into the open window slot. And I freaked out, and I hit the, uh, the, the button to... Uh, I'm an idiot. I, I, I raised the window. Thankfully, the giraffe removed its tongue before the window went up. Because in hindsight, I was thinking to myself, had I closed that giraffe's tongue on the automatic window... Who the hell knows what that giraffe could have done? It, could have, it would have been in so much pain, it would have freaked out, it would have attacked, a, probably crushed the entire vehicle, and I would have been dead. That was one of those, I dodged a bullet there. I, guys, I wouldn't be here today had I closed, enclosed the tongue of that giraffe. By the way, huge tongue. Holy shit. The thing was longer than my arm, I think. I mean, it was amazing. I, it was, I, 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 unbelievable tongue. Unbelievable. You could get a massage from that tongue. It was so big. It would be an amazing massage. That's just my opinion on giraffe tongues. But my point is, be careful, guys. These animals aren't, uh, you know, they're not all fun and games all the time. Okay, they're quite deadly. And then uh, a a reader, by the way, a fan sent me that article. Shout out to Matthew. And uh, someone else... Sent me a link to how many pounds of force can a kangaroo kick? And and so I got into this, like, how how strong are these animals? Okay, because as we know, a crocodile has the most powerful bite force on Earth. And they say that a zebra has the most powerful kick. Uh, The red kangaroo from Australia has a lightning fast double kick that can tear you open from sternum to the top of your legs. Okay, Uh, one kick of lightning speed and a force of 850 PSI. This is unbelievable. These these So the red kangaroo from Australia. Crazy, crazy. Uh, then I looked up, like, what what are the most powerful strikes? And I found an article about the Kung Fu kings of the animal kingdom. Let's get through it. First of all, the cassowary birds. Have you heard of these cassowary birds? This bird is a pretty little thing. Looks like a peacock. Got a nice little thing on its head. Lovely. Blue. Red. Oh, so cute. But you don't want to get on this thing's bad side. Because... It has gained a reputation as the world's most dangerous bird due to its unpredictable aggressive personality. Running at speeds of up to 60 kilometers per hour, cassowaries can jump up to a meter in the air and slice their unlucky victims open with a single kick. The razor-sharp claws measure an unbelievable 12 centimeters long. All right, not going there, wherever they live. Also, I'll say, so number two, giraffes. We already covered about the headbutt, <laughs> but did you know that they can actually kill a lion with a single blow? Uh, and that's a kick, really, or a, or a stomp. Uh, number three is kangaroos, and they sort of repeat what I said earlier about um, the kangaroo kicks have been known to crack or break bones on impact. Um, unbelievable! Zebras, they. Have the most powerful kick of any animal on the planet. And like giraffes, they've been known to kill lions with a swift kick to the head. Camels. Did you know that camels are all about fucking you up? (laughs) Um, They can kick in all four directions with all four legs, jabbing sideways when necessary. So like you could be standing anywhere around a camel and it could nail you. So these are some animals that you think, Ooh, nice. Come here, little kangaroo. Come here, little camel. No, no, no. Be careful. All right. Bulletproof vest and a helmet. If you're going to get involved with these things. That's just, you know, I'm just giving you guys some good advice here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give, you know, I cover weird news, but I also try and save your goddamn life because I care. (laughs) No cheap booze allowed. We want the quality shit. (laughs) This is in Scotland. Scotland bans cheap booze. Isn't that nice to know? So if you go to Scotland, you're not going to have to get stuck drinking PBRs, I'll tell you. And I know those of you out there that think PBR is a good quality beer. Yeah, you got you got your thing going with the PBR, but you need to give that up right away because it's not a quality beer, all right? As we say, it's piss in Boston. We say that's friggin' piss. Scotland is serving up a world first to its drinkers. A minimum price for cheap, high-strength alcohol. The more alcohol in a drink, the more expensive it will be. What does this mean? That doesn't mean they ban cheap booze. That means they just raise the price of the expensive ones. But let me, let me get into this. Let's figure this out here. The move is aimed at stopping excessive drinking. Lawmakers say it's a small price to pay to save lives. Scotland has the highest rate of alcohol-related deaths in the United Kingdom. Oh, I didn't know that. There's a quote from the First Minister of Scotland. Without action that targets the affordability of alcohol, we won't make the progress we need to see in Scotland. <laughs> Is that that a Scottish accent that you can get behind? (laughs) I don't think so. The idea is to target super-strength liquor that can attract drinkers prone to excess or addiction. Research suggests the policy could save around 400 lives in the first five years. When alcohol prices rise, deaths from alcohol fall. And when alcohol prices fall, deaths from alcohol rise every time, says a liver specialist. Mm, Okay. Retailers must charge at least 50 pence, about 70 cents, for each unit of alcohol. It's caused the cost of some of the cheapest drinks, like strong cider, vodka, and whiskey, to triple. Well, then stay away from that shit. We have a lot of customers who are on a very, very low income, and they don't have a lot of money to spend to get drunk, says Linda Williams, who works at a liquor store. And maybe on a Friday or Saturday, they want a bottle of cheap cider because that's all they can afford, and I think it's quite unfair to them. They're being, they're being gouged. But recovering alcoholic Darren McGarvey says he's glad the government stepped in. He knows firsthand how cheap booze can help fuel addiction. I know, the, I know what culture does to contribute to these problems. <laughs> Wales is now considering similar alcohol pricing measures, while lawmakers in England say they will monitor how well the new policy works in Scotland. That's really strange because, first of all, all that it means is you'll drink twice as much of the cheap shit. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you put, like, oh, this has a higher alcohol content, so it's more money. Well, then I'll get two of the cheaper one, idiots. I mean, I don't see how this is going to stop... <laughs> People from getting wasted. I just don't. You're talking about the Scottish here. They're going to find a way to get wasted. Okay, that's what they do. They're Scottish. Okay, they drink. They drink excessively. You're not going to stop them. You're just going to have more and more people making homemade brew and moonshine. This is what's going to happen. You're going to price them out of the bars. They're going to pregame way more. That's all this is going to do. Pregame at my house. Pregame at, pre-game at my house. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put on my kilt while pregame at my house Let me get my bagpipes <laughs> That's my impression of a bagpipe, guys What do you think of that? I thought that was pretty good No, one. this is the only place you're going to hear an impression of a bagpipe, by the way Weird AF News, yeah I do impressions of people and inanimate objects That's what I do, I bring it to you uh, Yeah, bad idea with this That's my opinion well, I don't know, what do you guys think? What do you weirdos think? Would this work in in America? I don't think so. And by the way, you shouldn't be it. You shouldn't price an alcohol based on the content, okay? Because some of the most expensive cr- stuff is is doesn't have a high alcohol content, but it's expensive because it's it's tasty. It's like it's quality. It's delicious, you know. And, and why should you, why should that cost less than like some really awful like fire water or some shit, which is just awful, but it's stronger or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like there's really strong alcohols that's, I can't think of one right now, but that's, that tastes like shit. They're aw- it's awful for you. Why should they be more than a good, than a good scotch? I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me. But then again, I, you know, I mean, what do I know? I don't know shit about math and, and I'm a terrible at business. So maybe I don't know a damn thing. You guys can fix me. Ta- call in. I want to hear. 646-450-2012. Bye-bye. Televangelist Jim Baker calls his Missouri cabins that he's selling the, quote, safest spot to be for the apocalypse. <laughs> you know Jim Baker, man. This guy's a, f- a goddamn maniac. Uh, I covered an article a, a months ago that uh, I came across because he was selling his holy pancake batter <laughs> online. <laughs> and then I called... His, uh, I called the number to buy the pancake batter. You guys ever hear that? Have you, do you guys go way back as far as the fans of Weird AF News? Because this was one of the funniest things I ever did. So I called the number that, uh, where they sell Jim Baker's holy pancake batter and I. <laughs> And I had the woman, the saleswoman, At by the end of my call, I pranked her. I pranked, totally pranked her. But I had her praying with me by the end of it. And it's so funny. And um, maybe if you guys want, I'll publish it on the next episode. It's so funny. But anyways, this guy's in the news again for just <laughs> trying to scam people out of their money. This is just so sad. And why do our religious leaders do this? Why do they just want to take our money? It's just so awful, really. I mean, <laughs> these people, they put themselves out there as the most righteous individuals but by you know deep deep inside we're, we're looking at a very nefarious individual here and do not give this man your money guys do not give this man your m- don't buy anything from this guy not the holy pancake mix don't buy a holy log cabin and pay 20 times you normally would pay for a cabin uh, so let's get into it. Televangelist Jim Baker suggests that if you want to survive the end of the days, the best thing you can do is buy one of his cabins in Missouri's Ozark Mountains. And while you're at it, be sure to pick up six 28-ounce, quote, extreme survival water bottles for $150. <laughs> okay, right away, Jim. When you want to, six bottles of water for $150? This guy should be mm, put in prison. That's just, has he already been in prison? He should be, again, if he hasn't already. Baker, aged 78, made comments, promoting his Morningside Church community alongside his co-host and wife, Lori. How fucked up does she have to be to to be married to this idiot? On an episode of the Jim Baker Show, which aired Tuesday. And why are they airing this crap? I mean, this is just so bad. Baker was known for hosting the Christian TV program, the PTL Club, in the 70s and 80s, up until 1987, when his empire came crashing down amid a sex scandal and charges of fraud. Wow, what a surprise! A religious leader, (laughs) sex scandal, and fraud? We are led by the least among us, guys. Oh, and the politicians as well. Okay, so last December, Baker had manipulated a woman named Jessica Han into having sex in a hotel room in 1980, back when she was a church secretary. At the time, Baker was married to Tammy Faye. He was convicted in 1989 on 24 counts of wire and mail fraud and conspiracy and served five years in federal prison, blah, 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 blah. Okay, and then, uh, so what I'm saying is he should go back. Thanks for the information article. (laughs) Now, surrounded by buckets of food and, quote, warfare water bottles in the Ozarks, Baker is in front of the cameras once again, preparing his viewers... For the apocalypse. Where are you going to go when the world's on fire? Where are you going to go? This place is for God's people. We need some farmers to move here. Yes, we do. We need farmers here. We need people. Well, you don't really have to be a farmer. You just need to have a checking account. Really. I don't really discriminate. If you got a checking account, you can come live here. Let me play a clip of this on his show, though. He's pathetic. Do you know... The people from the government, from the the NASA, the research from so many of them, they have said in their research, the safest place to live in troubled times is right here. That's why God brought us here. Yes, yes. NASA always talks about how you should go to Missouri when it's, uh, the, when Armageddon is is here. I've read it millions of times. (laughs) And the government agrees. The government's like, you hear it all the time on the news. The government's like, hey, when things are going bad, go to the Holy Land. It's in Missouri. (laughs) People really eat this shit up and believe this guy. This guy's a maniac and it should not be believed and he should be he shouldn't have a camera on him or a microphone. It should not be allowed. I don't care. Second amendment be damned. This guy shouldn't be allowed to say whatever he wants and have it be broadcast out there. There are there are sick individuals, insecure people who don't feel confident in this world that are scared that he's taking advantage of and they're writing him a check for $25 bottle of water. I mean, this is not right. This guy should be back in prison. That's just my opinion. (laughs) So, uh, one blogger, I hate to quote bloggers, but the blogger was like, Baker is just trying to sell property using the same fictional scare tactics he uses to sell buckets of disgusting glop, meaning pancake mix. (laughs) I agree. Normally, I don't uh, quote bloggers, but we'll do it this one time. Along with advertising the cabins and survival equipment, the Christian Post reports Baker's Morningside community has also been making plans to add an amphitheater and a chapel. Ooh, and a bomb shelter. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you should bring in, You should build a guillotine and then cut his head off right in the center of this, <laughs> this getaway. <laughs> yeah, I said it. You should be head Jim Baker. So what? You want to tell him I said it? Go ahead. Write it down. Record it. I don't give a shit. Tell him I said it. That's just more publicity for Weird AF News.